Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And this is your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Visions. Queen K, we are on season four. Season this is a beautiful four. thing. Wow. How is your week? One year mark soon. True. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. I'm man. Damn. We have to uh, make sure to really mark that day and say something special for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but how was your week? That, my, oh, okay. Um, my week was pretty eventful. Um, me and Complex are still going strong with our fasting and praying. Um, so that's always a positive thing. Um, my kids didn't you know, put me in the hospital, so that's another good thing. Um, oh, gosh. Besides being a mom, I hey, I got some sleep, so I'm thankful God gave me another day to, you know, do something great, so I'm going to take every day and do something great, so no complaints, just all love and positive vibes. So what about you, Complex? Uh, this week was a beautiful one. Uh, shout out to you again and everybody else who came out to support My first virtual poetry event with my co-host, Melissa, called Express Yourself. It was very therapeutic. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember Melissa, before we went on, she told me, listen, I'm not expecting perfection. I'm not even expecting a lot. You know, this is short notice. Let's just have a good time. And I think overthinkers need to hear that so we can know to just live in the moment and not be perfect. So it was really good, really good. I'm proud of myself. You know, I never did that before. It was really dope, y'all. Please tune in to the next one. Follow Complex yes. Angel Page or Rosario the Goddess on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I'm yes. going to share the post as well, y'all. But they're looking to do another one. Y'all, y'all are missing out. It was so much love and positive vibes. Like, it was a whole move. Y'all will love it. I'm so serious. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, all right. So. I'm Okay, so y'all, y'all know we gave y'all a little heads up uh, with, with our last uh, show that we were going to be switching some things up. Um, we also let y'all know some of the topics. So tonight, well, so tonight we're going to start different. So before we do the sipping uh, tea for your soul, I'm going to do my A.O. King and Queen quote, and I'll, it's going to be followed by a Queen, uh, Queen K slay tips for hair, okay? So. Without further ado, here is the A.O. Kings and Queens quote for the night. I have two, and they are both sponsored by Pinterest. So the first Mm -hmm. one says, one of the hardest lessons in life to learn is figuring out which bridges to cross and which to burn. Y'all, I understand a lot of people don't like burning bridges because we feel like we might need that person. But sometimes a burnt bridge is what's best between you and a relationship, between you and your mental state, between you and your peace, between you and your happiness. So it's okay. Mm-hmm. You just got to determine which ones are to be burnt and never salvaged again, okay? But make sure you stand firm in what you do. And then the other one states, make sure everybody in your boat is rowing and not drilling holes when you're not looking. Y'all, it's time mm. for us to reevaluate our circle. We need to make sure we surrounding ourselves with people that's here to help us prosper and grow. You know, no one should stunt our growth. We should always reevaluate our circle. I would recommend you reevaluate every month until you get it right, you know, because as you grow, mm-hmm. we need to understand that everybody can't come with us. 
So those are my real king and queen quotes for this week. Now I'm going to jump into my favorite portion. Now, y'all know I love hair, okay? Like, it's my little go-to <laughs> thing. So I got a couple tips, okay? Just two tips for tonight, and then this will continue on throughout, you know, um, Queens with Vibes and Vision. So my first one is, now, I read that this mask actually works, and it does. It's two masks that you can do on your hair. If you're trying to revert your curl pattern and it, your hair is looking a little dull and it's not bouncing like you need it to, if you take Aztec clay and apple cider vinegar and you mix those two into a nice little loose paste and let that sit on your hair until it fully dries and then wash it and then make sure you follow it with a moisturizing shampoo and conditioner set, your curls will pop like no other. I'm telling y'all, try it and let me know how it works out for y'all. Now, I will say this. Everybody's hair is not the same, but this is a good way to reset and cleanse your scalp thoroughly like you might feel like a little brittle but that's okay because once you put that moisturizing uh shampoo and that conditioner on you'll be all set to go this is a cleansing method this will make sure your hair is clean another tip another little yeah another little hair mask is using aloe vera uh mayonnaise and an egg okay it's a good protein treatment but it'll also make your hair silky smooth y'all i've done this before it'll is i mean i'm telling y'all it's the bomb okay um okay and one more ladies i need people to stop doing this do not start at the roots of your hair and comb down this is even the cause when it comes to braids you never start at the roots always tip to root tip to root and then make sure your hair is at least like you know Spray it with a little water. You know, you try not to cause too much breakage on your hair because little do we know we do more damage combing out our hair than anything else. So those are my Queen K Slay tips for hair for the week. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into our sipping tea for the soul topic tonight. Okay, y'all, I'm sorry. I'm a little winded, okay? Um, <laughs> tonight's sipping tea for the soul topic me and Complex came up with the battle of birth control versus Yanni Pearls, okay? That's our own little verse battle. Um, now, as someone who has used birth control in every form of it, well, almost every form, I have not had the implanted form, you know, we'll be going over the highs and lows of birth control as well as the highs and lows of Yanni Pearls. Now, we know Yanni Pearls is the all-natural um, you know, way for females to cleanse their reproductive system. Birth control is invented in the lab. So we are going to go over everything. So my first question under birth control complex is, have you ever been on birth control? And if so, which form? I was on birth control. I was on the pill. I started the pill in 2008. I actually had to get on birth control to regulate my period because, I didn't receive a period for like two months uh, in the summertime, right mm-hmm. after we graduated, and I was scared. Like, damn, I thought I was pregnant because I'm like, shit, you know, about to be a teen because I was sexually mm-hmm. active, but I was using condoms. But I'm like, what if you poked a hole? Like, I was thinking the worst. 
And um, I tried to sneak and get a pregnancy test, you know, from CVS when my mom wasn't at home, ended up breaking the stick. So I had to come clean to her because I asked for some more money, and she was like, what happened to the money I gave you today? You know, you can't finesse a black mom, okay? They want to know everything. No, baby. So I had to <laughs> I had to end up telling her, and, yeah, she didn't take it well. You know, she went in there and started smoking. You know, she was trying to quit smoking weed, and I made her go light up one after that, telling her I lost my virginity. <laughs> so... She gave me the money to go get a pregnancy test. It came back negative. Her and her boyfriend at the time told me, well, you need to go to the clinic because, you know, it, it just to be on the safe side. So I told the lady that I hadn't had a period since June, and it was August at this time. They, they took the pregnancy test. It took forever to come back. The lady told me to come to her office. I was like, okay, she wants to tell me in a secluded area so I could fall out. But it turns out I wasn't, you know, she just said that I had irregular periods. So they put me on there in 2008 to help regulate it. What about you? Okay, so I have had um, two forms of birth control. Um, The first being, um, no, three forms. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I've been on three forms. Okay, the first form was the depo shot. Um, I was on that after I gave birth to my son. So that was after 2010, I started receiving the depo shot. Worst thing ever. I hated that damn shot because it, ugh, y'all, we'll get into that, the side effects later. But, um, and then after I had my daughter, I ended up having the Paragard um, inserted. That is an IUD. It's the little copper one. I had that one inserted because, you know, they with the promises of you don't have to change this until every five years and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was also on the pill after I had to get the Paragard removed due to some serious, serious problems with that. Like, yeah, so I've been on three. I've been on the depot shot. I've been on the Paragard. And I've had the... Pills. The only thing that I have not had is the implant where they implant it in your arm, but I heard that those are dangerous. Okay? Mm. So now we're going to get into a little deeper, okay? Um, did you experience any positive or negative side effects from the birth control? Um, I would honestly say the only positive thing was that, one, I was getting a period every month. And two, it shortened my mm-hmm. periods. But it made them mm. heavier. Um, my back was like, I would get a sharp pain in my back every time I was cramping. My attitudes was very snappy. I was on birth control from 2008 to 2016. And my body became dependent upon it because there was times where, like, when I first weaned myself off of it in 2016, I was a bitch. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was horrible mm-hmm. and everything. Um, it, it, you know, it made me very moody. There was sometimes where, like, I had shortness of breath. So, like, I, I didn't mm-hmm. really like it. What about you? Yeah. Okay. So here we go, y'all. These are the little horror stories that I got. I just think it's my body that just can't take these birth controls. So first, with the depo shot, right? Um, I can't even remember anything positive coming from the depo shot because, like, I'm telling y'all, when you get the depo shot, each and every time you get it, you gain 5 to 10 pounds off back. Like, me being on a depo shot, I was the heaviest I've ever been. And now, mm-hmm. mind you, the pain, you know, the bleeding was heavy. I had really horrible periods. Like, I'm talking about 
periods to where I would mess up. Like I, you know, y'all, I'm sorry, this is a little TMI, but I would bleed so heavy I would have to wear two overnight pads just to make sure I can get through at least 30 minutes of my day. Like the the cramps were so bad. Um, and then it, it didn't start right away. Like after I had my son and I got on the depot shot, I didn't have a period for a while. But then mm-hmm. after I got it, it was just like, oh, my God, God, please make it stop. I don't want to die on this bathroom floor. Like, that's just how bad it was, like the pain and the bleeding. Um, and yeah. then the depot shot wasn't effective because on my fourth time receiving the depot shot, no matter I had three before. On my fourth time, I remember being in the clinic about to receive my fourth shot. And, you know, they make you take a pregnancy test each and every time you get the depot shot. So I, you know, I did my little pregnancy test, pee on the stick, they read it and all. But I seen the lady, like, walk past the room. And I'm like, oh, she must have got another patient. Then she walked back past. I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on? And she came back like, well, I just want to tell you congratulations. And I'm like, what? What? This is my last depot shot? Like, what? What are you telling me? And she's like, you're pregnant. Yeah. Uh, I, I was scared because not only was I receiving this depot shot back to back, and you get it every three months. I was receiving it back to back, but then to find out that I was four and a half months pregnant and I did mm. not know because the weight gain, you gain weight period off the depot shot. Like there's no way around it. You're going to gain five to 10 pounds, like I said. So I figured that my weight gain and my appetite change was due to the depot shot all along. I was pregnant and I'm like, well, what effect could that have on my baby girl? And they were pretty mm-hmm. much like, uh, oh, nothing. It just makes your uterus stronger. And to this day, y'all, like, my daughter has, like, a, um, her heart didn't form all the way. So she has, like, mm-hmm. a, a hole in one of her arteries where the blood just rushes both ways, back to back to back. It doesn't go to right. And I really think that that has something to do with me getting that depot shot and being pregnant with my baby. But they don't tell you mm. Um, the next one was the Paragard. Now that one, um, they were like, oh yeah, there is some risk. Um, you know, if it ever moves, you know, it could cause infertility and a lot of pain and discomfort. So I got it in 2011. I didn't start having these bad pains until like 2016. And I was just trying to figure out what the hell was going on with my body. So I went to my doctor for them to check, you know, my strings because they always like to check your strings and make sure they can still fill them and, you know, make sure you're good and it's in place. Um, But she couldn't find my strings. And she was like, well, we're going to have to do an ultrasound. Come to find out the depth of the Paragard had shifted um, and then it implanted in my skin. It caused a lot of fibroids. I had to have surgery to get that removed. Um, on the Paragard, I had a bunch of pain, uh, bleeding did not stop, like nothing regulated my period. I don't know why, but it, it was, it's always been heavy, and that was one of the promises that they gave me, like, oh, to regulate your period, they'll be shorter, less pain, yada, 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 but nothing did it. Um, and then the pills, they just made me sick to my stomach. Like, when I, I felt like I was pregnant all over again like that's just how they they made me sick I had mood swings really bad headaches body aches um it just wasn't good and my doctor tried to tell me oh that's because you don't take them regularly yeah I do forget like I had an alarm set and all that stuff but you get busy you forget 
And if mm-hmm. he was just like, well, that's just because you don't take them when you're supposed to. That's why you're going through all these signs and symptoms. So I pretty much just took myself off of all birth control. Needless to say, I ended up getting pregnant with my last child because I wasn't, you know, on birth control. But, um, yeah, those are my horror stories with birth control. Y'all, I really don't think it's good for us. Anyway, mm-hmm. okay, so my my third question is, so I ran into two articles that stated birth control was created as a systematic way to control the population on poverty-rich people. What are your thoughts on this, and do you feel like there could be some truth to this? Mm. Now, I know we had talked about this yesterday, and reading the article, it showed that gynecologists, doctors, they push birth control more on the people, you know what I'm saying, like people of color, you know, because mm-hmm. they want to control that population. I definitely feel that is so true. Um, I feel like, you know, people that are, you know, I feel like white people are, you know what I'm saying, like others mm-hmm. who are on a different class system, like, you know, who are on a different finance system who have more money than us. I feel like they're offered more opportunities than we are. Um, mm-hmm. And I just I just feel like we're not given a lot of opportunities. Like we're not giving other choices, you know what I'm saying, because of our circumstances. It's like this is your only option. I remember when I was 19, um, I had went into a clinic. I like to get tested, you know, like even – in a relationship, mm-hmm. I like to get tested because I didn't know at the time if the guy that I was dealing with was being fully faithful. The lady, mm-hmm. you know, she was an older um, white woman. She had a snarky attitude. Um, she she talked to me, you know, like I was a little kid because I was I was a teenager, and you know, she asked me was I using protection at the time, and I was like no, and she was like well you need to get on birth control because I promise you, you know what I'm saying, it's going to be hard for you if you have a baby. I can't imagine, you know what I'm saying, like she just basically read me right in and there, you know what I'm saying, like didn't even talk about like different, like like once I got on birth control, I found out from other people, I do apologize y'all if y'all hear these puppies upstairs barking, sorry, bear with me, but I found out from like, people that I just talked to, like I found out from a married couple that they have non-hormonal contraceptives that you can buy at Walgreens and CVS. But the doctor won't mm. tell you that. It's just, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, like it, it's, they have, they have spermicide creams where, you know, you can stick it up there and it's like, it works for like a certain amount of hours. Like they have other options, but I just felt like she didn't want to hear me. You know what I'm saying? She pushed, like I told her, I said, I don't, like the birth control because I remember I was kind of on and off the first year when I first started it was Mm -hmm. hard for me to remember to take it and I told her I was like I don't like using it you know what I'm saying I don't like I don't like the way it makes me feel but she kept saying but if you get pregnant are you going to be able to take care of it you know what I'm saying like Mm. it she 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 was very judgmental I really do believe that they sit up there and they they use that as a method to to try to control the population, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. they don't, they don't want to see, they don't want to see 
you know, people of color multiply. You know what I'm saying? When we come yeah. together, we're seen as a threat. When we wear our hair a certain way, we're seen as a threat. You know what I'm saying? They don't want mm-hmm. us. We, 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 we're, 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 I hate to say it, but our people, my people, a lot of us are still conditioned from all of these layers that goes all the way back since slavery, and we haven't even woke up to realize it. And then you have a lot of other people who are mm-hmm. who who is waking up and realizing, but they still want to cover the wool over our eyes. You get what I'm saying? Like they yeah. don't want to make us. You know what I'm saying? It's so many of us missing right now. So many people are missing, and it's yeah. not even a lot of Amber Alerts. You know what I'm saying? Going off. It's just like. They don't want us, but they want every. They they want to take our culture. They don't want the the struggle, mm-hmm. but they want they want you know what I'm saying the special stuff that we have. So I definitely believe that. What about you? Yeah, and just piggybacking off of what you just said, because you know a black person, we make our struggle look good, and they want every part mm-hmm. of it. Anything that looks yep. good to them, they want it. You know, they want to take mm-hmm. over. Um, but I definitely feel like there is some truth to that article because like you stated um, you know they don't want us to multiply because once we multiply and really determine and realize our worth and our power Mm -hmm. maybe we unstoppable like when we all band together they don't want that they don't want us to you know know that we are superior and that we are their equal they want to keep us you know in this poverty rich state like they want us to stay in poverty they want to control how many kids we got hell look at how hard it is I can just speak for Michigan alone look at how hard Mm -hmm. it is for a mother to get assistance for her and her kids you know Yep. It, yep. It, it's hard. They don't want you mm-hmm. to win at all. They don't. It, yes. it is hard. And I feel like birth control is a way to make sure mm-hmm. that they won't, you know, that we won't have no little black kings and queens running around here. Um, right. I will say, and, like, this is my first time ever admitting this, um, I did have the operation of having my tubes removed. And I know mm-hmm. that that is another form of birth control, um, you know, having them removed. But I regret mm-hmm. that decision because just now talking about this and realizing this, they wanted to stop because they asked me after my third child. And it was, mm. a, it was a conversation like, um, you sure you want to have another baby? You already got three. Like, it was like that. I mean, it, she didn't say it just like that. But that was what I took from her tone, like her tone, sure. yeah, yeah. It was her mm-hmm. tone and her, the demeanor of the doctor because it was just like, okay, yeah, I understand. My first two have one father, and then my other one have another, and that's another issue. Like, you you don't even know my situation. You don't know what I've been through. You just see what I put down on this paper. You don't know my life. You know, mm-hmm. I I feel like I do a damn good job raising them three by myself. But it was a conversation of like, you sure you want to do this again? Make if you mm-hmm. do it this way, because like I was telling her, like, what form of birth control can I get on? Because nothing, my body does not like any form. So what can I get on? Well, your best option is just to have your tools removed. That way you don't have to worry about trying to raise another kid alone, pretty much. Mm. And I'm just like, wow. oh, damn, you're right. But then now that I think about it, hell, I could still be out here multiplying. And, you know, I, God will keep me. God will keep me. He's been keeping me this far with the three that I do have. And that was one decision in my life that I can honestly say that I truly, truly regret. I should have thought it through. 
but I didn't because a lot of factors played into me agreeing to that. My relationship wasn't good with my last kid's father. I was going through a lot of mental problems. Um, the postpartum depression was kicking in, so I'm just like, no, take them. I don't want any more kids. That's it. I'm done. But I mm. was conditioned. I was conditioned to believe that I was going to forever be a single mom who was not going to make it. That's what that, you know, so I do feel right. like we are, some of us are still conditioned, me, myself included. I'm breaking free from that cycle and that thought process, but yeah. I oh, do yeah, feel I'm like still it's conditioned a on a lot control. of stuff, too. Yeah, I, I'm still conditioned yeah, on a lot of so. stuff, too. Trust me, I'm just waking up, too. But, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Okay. Whew. God, let that out. Okay. Um, My last question is, do you feel women should be in control of their of the choices made and their reproductive well-being? Um, I, Another thing, I found another article stating that based on, you know, our economic class, if we're considered – low, middle, or middle class, we don't have the same options of birth control as everybody else. We got the lower end right. stuff that causes a yep. lot of underlying issues. So I, mm. so do you feel like, regardless of your social class, should you be able to, you know, make decisions based off of your reproductive system? Yes. I mean, I understand that it's about a money thing, you know, like, I, you remember the show Good Girls? Remember when she was trying to get the operation for her child, and he was like, "I don't even want to bring that up to you because I know that you can't afford it." I feel like, yeah, just because a person can't afford it, there should be there there, there should be programs where you know what I'm saying you you can get funding to help with that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not my fault that I'm put. I was forced into this low level of poverty. Like, let's just be honest. There's not even a middle class anymore. It's low class, no. lower class, and upper class. You forced me into this, you know what I'm saying, by not giving me my 40 acres and a meal after bringing me to this country to work for you for fucking free. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, I, we, we didn't get nothing. Like, you gave us the bare minimum, and, and that's not fair. But... I feel like, yes, we should have a choice. We should have a choice whether we want to terminate. We should have a choice in whether, you yeah. know, if we want to take birth control, we should have a choice if we want to have multiple kids. Because, you know, it's another thing. When you have a child, people look at you, especially upper class. Damn, my tax money's about to go towards another statistic. Yeah. You know, that's how they look at us. And, and that's messed up. We should just have free choice, but... We we live in a crazy-ass world. Like, I don't even see this mm-hmm. as the land of free. I see this as a damn democracy now. I, I really do. I really do. Like, I'm so scared yeah. to see what these years bring, you know what I'm saying, ahead. Of, and I don't, I don't really talk like this. You know me. I'm a lover. I don't like to yeah. watch the news as much because it's very depressing. But trust me, I'm, I, I do fear what, you know what I'm saying, the next years will look like, you know what I'm saying? But I wake up yeah. every day knowing that it's going to be a good one. But, yes, it's it's just just to see, like, just so much shit, you know, it's, it's just so painful. Like, to see how we were treated during Black Lives Matter to this whole fucking capital thing where motherfuckers can just walk in freely, dog. Like, Girl, I'm killing sorry. podiums and shit, okay? It, killing it, podiums. It's, it's just, you let us take it's, a piece of paper out the office. They shot us dead. 
I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I was just talking to my co-host DC today, and he said, you know, he was like, if I ever went to the White House, it would just be to make it an experience to tour, but I probably wouldn't be able to leave without a bullet going through my ass. And it's just, we joked about it, but the the, the true reality behind that, it it hurts me. So, yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm going to let you go. No, you okay, because I heard a story about that, too. A black woman did a U-turn with her child in the car, and they shot her through her car. Yep. Like, but they they could climb walls and get in the building. No. Anyway, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do feel like um, women should have a choice. And this is, you want to know what? I can't just put it on the black women. I'm just going to say women of color. Because yep, um, I found out that Hispanics, Latinos, um, every all of them, if if you, in the article, it stated that if you are a woman of color, you are not given all of the the choices, you know, um, all the medications or all of the birth control options that are given to the higher class. Like, we have medicines that haven't even did a full test trial. Hell, we are the lab rats for these medications and these birth controls. So I feel mm-hmm. like we get the lower end because they're like, oh, ain't nobody going to care if another little black girl dies, you know. Ain't nobody going to care if another little black girl gets cancer. Oh, we got to make sure we mm-hmm. test it out on them first and see if we can give it to our upper class. Like, that is what they're doing. And I feel like that is so messed up because I feel like it does not matter what my class is. If I can hustle up to afford it, I should be able to pick whatever in the hell I want. You know, give me the same opportunities. Yeah, sure, I might have to work a little harder for it, but I'm going to get it. And that's one thing about us. You know, we will make sure at the end of the day, whatever we put our mind to, we're going to do. I don't care if you knock us down 10 times, baby. We're going to get up 10 times plus that. So mm-hmm. with this whole us not being given the same, um, the same benefits or the same birth control, like, all women should have a say-so in their reproductive organs because it's our body. You know, mm-hmm. the choices should be made up to us. The woman that has to live every day, the woman that has to wake up and do her daily routine, this woman, we should all be able to speak for ourselves. I don't understand why women get one-sided, you know, because men get to speak up for themselves. They don't have to worry about half the shit women have to worry about, especially a woman mm-hmm. of color. So yep. I feel like, yes, we should get to say so in our reproductive well-being. Whether we want to do whatever with it, it, it's our choice. It's our bodies. We have to live with it. Nobody's, you know, hell, like I was told, there's no bunk beds and caskets, okay? So at the end of the day, I'm living for this person, this being. I'm living for me and me only. So I should be able to make the choices, you know, for my life, you know, according mm-hmm. to God's will, of course. But I should be able to make the choices. So, yeah, that is my last question under birth control. Okay. Well, I'm going to go into, I think I'm probably, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Listen, yoni, yoni, tomato, tomato. I'm just going to say it. But, okay, so (laughs) I found, (laughs) I went, I follow yummy, yummy, yoni pearls. And um, they're on their website. They kind of break down what the yoni pearls are. And it says yummy, yoni pearls are a blend of herbs basically rolled up into a small clothed sack, like, you know, it's like a little ball, and it has a string hanging from it. The herbs break down toxins inside of the vagina, which are then expelled from the vagina. Toxins may include dead tissue, 
mucus, bacteria, or blood clots, etc. Cleansing the vagina with yummy yoni pearls are recommended for infertility, yeast infections, PCOS, cysts, uh, bacterial, wait, BV, I'm sorry, endro, don't mm-hmm. listen, I cannot pronounce that, fibroids, heavy cycles, and more. Um, each herb does some help to simulate the healing process. Refresh, <laughs> renew, and heal with each yummy yoni pearl cleanse. I keep it real, I'm telling you. Cleansing regularly helps to eliminate parasites and itching. Other benefits include regulated menstruation, uterine health, and hormonal imbalances. So, my first question um, is, what was your experience like if you've ever used, like, you know, the steam or the yoni pearls? Um, I have used the steam, um, and it was very – okay, so I actually um, found – like, I, I've been, I was doing my research because, I mean, I don't know. I think I mentioned it before, but I wanted to do a feminine care line, okay, Um and I actually did research, and I developed my own thing. Now, I, you know, sent a couple of test runs out there to people. They said that they really, really enjoyed them. I really enjoyed it. I, You know, I just thought about all the problems we face as women, and it was really good. Like, to do a, a, a V thing, it is so good, and it's so relaxing, especially when, you can lock yourself in the bathroom, and you can put on some calming music, maybe light you a candle, and just zone out. It is so refreshing. It is so much peace. Um, mm. So I have used that, and I also used the Yanni Pearls before, um, thanks to Complex, because <laughs> she's the one to put me on to those. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. That other it – was, it, was, it was cool, right? Um, I didn't mind them. Only thing I wish I would have did was drink the gallon of water that they require, you know, each day. I did take them out kind of early because of itching, um, but I guess that is a side effect. But other than that, it was cool, like, you know, just to see the dead tissue, and I'm just like, whoa, this is crazy, you know, because you don't think, right. you know, we think, oh, we cleaning, you know, we getting this thing done when we in the shower. But no, baby, it's so much to a woman that, you know, that I'm still <laughs> just learning. <laughs> Yes. What about um, you? Okay. So I never did the steam. I did the Yoni Pearls. Um, I did it twice. Uh, the first time, I took it out, like, on the second day. I didn't wait to the third day either. Um, I drank water, but I didn't drink a gallon of water. Uh, and I was scared that the strings were going to get caught, like, because there's three of them. And I'm not even trying to be funny. There was some times where I would look down, and I'm like, I only see one string. So I got scared the first time, and I pulled them out on the second day. And I was like, you know, there's just no reason to push them back up in there. And, yes, the the cleaning process was horrible because you, you're itching. Yeah. It's like, uh, listeners, I do apologize. It's going to get kind of, you know, it's going to get kind of like TMI, but we got to talk about this. It's cleansing you of all of that that yeast, that you know, the old tissue and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's an itchy process. I felt like I wanted to rip my vagina out, you know what I'm saying, because yes. it was just so, <laughs> yes. So, but it does make it tighter. Um, my boyfriend had no complaints. He was like, oh, my God. Like, he couldn't get enough. And I was like, okay, wait. So he was like, you got to do it again. So I, I did it again, but I spaced it out. Like, the, the the website recommends that you do it, like, I think twice a month. I spaced it out. I did it, like, 
within three months because that itching, I, I can't deal with it. But the second time was not as bad. Your body has to get used to it. But more stuff came out the second time. Now, I would never take the pictures. Mm. Shout out to the people that do. I just feel like what comes out is between me and God. But it is better out than you. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so that goes to my next question. Um, Some gynecologists are against yoni pearls because they feel it can cause the toxic shock syndrome. Do you feel all gynecologists know everything it is to know about taking care of the vagina, though? And I ask that because you have some gynecologists who are older who still are who still going by the paper method and the methods before, and they didn't edu- They haven't upped their education. So, like, what do you think about that? I definitely feel like with all doctors, the same thing. They're all just practicing medicine. Like, they have to keep going mm-hmm. to classes, you know, to come up, you know, to understand the women's body as well. Like, once they finish school and graduate with their degree, they still have to keep going back for training. So I don't feel like they know everything. I feel like mm-hmm. they just stick to this is what's proven effective because, you know, all these years of research and, you know, this is, you know, this is it. But it's a all-natural way, and they don't understand all-natural because they're not taught holistic methods when they go to True. school. So that's why True. they know that this is inserted in you, so it got to be something like a tampon. So now, you know, instead of them really um, researching and understanding what herbs are in it, they automatically assume, oh, you're gonna mess, you, you're gonna mess yourself up because I had this talk with my doctor. I was sitting there and I was like, well, what do you think about Yanni Pearl? Well, I graduated mm-hmm. from the Board of Education of Gynecology and we didn't go over <laughs> nothing like that, so I don't think that that's what you're supposed to be doing. Just keep uh, right. doing your normal methods. Use a little uh, what she say? Stay away from um harsh soaps and you'll be good. I'm like, but the Yanni pearls clean you from within. Well, just drink right. your water. Help us look. Okay. I said, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to do my own research. And that's right. when I went and I looked up every herb that's in a Yanni pearl. Like that's the ladies. Okay. Because you do have some people out here making these Yanni pearls Please read the ingredients, okay? Read the ingredients and learn what each of them are made for, okay? Because there's some people out here that's just trying to earn some money on the side. But you have to make sure you read and do your research before you insert this in you. Because I'm thinking that they got this idea because something went negative. So before I even agreed to do it, I read each of the ingredients that's in the Yanni Pearl, and it's pretty much the same ingredients that's used in a V-Sting. It's just in a little pearl form. They mash it up and put it in a little yep. pearl form, a little cheesecloth, and, you you know, give you a little string, <laughs> you can insert them. So mm-hmm. do your research yeah. first. That's I think that's why they're so scared of it because they don't understand it themselves, you know, because they haven't got to that, that teaching yet about, Yanni pearls and all of the benefits of the herbs used, you know, for our body. What about mm-hmm. you? Well, actually, that's what made me so comfortable to use the um, yummy yoni pearls because on their website they have what each ingredient is and they have the description yep. of what it's for. So that made me so comfortable. But yes, I definitely agree with you. I feel like a lot of a lot of gynecologists some some won't go back to school like some okay yep. i used to work at beaumont medical center out in uh michigan out in southfield and i remember i i started working there around the time when they were trying to get rid of case files 
and transfer everything to the computers. The doctors in there refused to do that. They still wrote their notes out, and they would have their medical assistants type up their stuff. Because, you know, you got to think about it. They're mm-hmm. stuck in their way. So a lot of them will be like, no, I don't want to, um, you know, extend my education to learn more about it. Me, I'm a social worker. I don't even want to go back to get my master's because student loans. So, you know, you could just imagine. So I feel like, like you said, they're not taught the, the holistic ways, but I just find it funny that you say that this could cause toxic shock syndrome, but then turn around and say you can keep this IUD up in you for five years. I don't get it. Exactly. Make it make sense. So, you know, like I did talk to my gynecologist about it, and she said that she heard about it. You know, she's never done it before, but she was like, it seems like it does have um, good results and everything. And, and I told her, I said, I follow the lady on Instagram. A lot of people have been able to get pregnant. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people who were told yeah. by a doctor that, no, you're, you're, you're infertile, you'll never have kids, they were, this was able to help them. So I, I feel like they, they need to educate themselves. But like Queen K said, you know, educate yourself because your doctor doesn't know everything. And sometimes we yeah. hold on to their words a little bit too strong. Like we feel like their words hold weight, but it's like this person is just practicing medicine. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't know mm-hmm. everything. So, yeah, um, my next question is, uh, you kind of answered in the second question, but you can kind of go in more, more into detail. Were you skeptical about using Yoni Pearls at first? Um, I kind of was um, because I didn't fully understand them. But doing my mm-hmm. own research, it helped to relieve that pain. You know, I mean, not that pain, that worry or that fear. Um, mm-hmm. I uh I was skeptical because I'm like, oh my god, I'm about to insert these <laughs> for three days. What if they get lost? <laughs> what the hell happens? How am I supposed to get them up there? Like, how am I supposed to get them out? Like, what are they about to right. do? Like, I didn't realize. Like, are they about to expand when I put them? Like, I I had so many questions in my head, and it was putting me in a state of worry and panic. Like, I. But she was like, just try it, just try it. You'll like it. Just do it. It's going to clean you. I'm like, all right, shit. If she stay doing it, I'm going to go ahead and see what it's about. Um, but like I said, and I do love the Yummy Yanni Pearl site that you did mm-hmm. refer me to because, yes, she does list every ingredient in the Yanni Pearl plus the benefits of them. And, you know, just mm-hmm. to make sure, I did go to my Google guys just to do a little <laughs> extra research, just to make sure that's what that is. You know, I did. Right. I did. You know, hey. Hey, I was nervous. But I did. I understand. That, you know, I did double check. And then I also went on Pinterest just to make sure that's how I found out that they just use the same ingredients from the V steams. They just grind them up, put them in a cheesecloth, tie them up real tight, you know, so it won't seep through. So that's how I learned how they make the the, the Yanni pearls. So yeah. Um, but with those two things, it put me at ease. And when my doctor said that, I'm like, nah, I want to try it just because you just saying that it right. ain't gonna work. And then when I went <laughs> back to her, I mean, I've always gotten a clean bill of health anyway. Um, other than, you know, uh, what is that thing called? Yeast infections, probably like later on. Yeah. When I, yeah, I've had one or two of those, but when I tell you after I used that, I had the cleanest bill of health and I said, "Mm mm-hmm, I used the Yanni Pearl, that's why. And she was like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) 
No, I'm not giving that to say. But <laughs> just be careful of that stuff because you have that stuff is not tested by the FDA. All right, sis, it's not going to be tested mm. because then they won't be able to make money off of us if they test it and put it. No, no, it's exactly. cool. Exactly. Holistic approach. I'm happy about that. that. Part. So, yeah, I did have fears and worries. I just want to say that you had your bibliography, your cliff notes and all doing that research. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> um, I was skeptical at first. I thought that it was going to be like how when you insert the NuvaRing, you remember that form of birth control method? I remember uh, one of my other friends had used that, and she said it made her very nauseous. So I thought sticking this up there, I thought I was going to get a toxic chop. I'm going to just say TSS. thought I was going to get that. I thought I was, it was going to make me nauseous. I thought I was going to pass out if I didn't drink a gallon of water. I was scared. I didn't know what would come out. I felt like, God, you know, maybe I don't want to know what's going to come out. I think that whatever is up there yeah. should just stay up there. But, you know, this one girl was like, you should try it. It's better out than in. And I did it. I got scared. So I thought, because when I tried to pull them out, they, they're they up there. <laughs> Dog, I'm not trying to be funny, but when you insert them, it's like they holding on, okay? They got the world. Yes. It's just a tight clinch, and it's so hard to pull out. Like, it's just so embarrassing, but I really had, like, I really had to force it because I was doing this by myself the first time. But, yeah, after after trying it, you know, the itching part was, like, the worst part for me. But other than that, it wasn't bad, but that, that was the fears that I had, you know, like, okay, am I going to pass out if I don't drink a lot of water? Am I going to get TSS? That was mine. So my last question, do you feel feminine care products, for example, Summer's Eve, will go out of business now that Yoni Pearls and these things are on the up and up? I definitely do. I definitely do because um, once women start getting hip. To this new form of medicine, you know, all natural herbs and stuff like that, there will be no need for that stuff because that stuff is not good for our pH balance at all. Like, we wonder why we have so many issues down there. It's from those products. And it took for me to, I think, what was I on before? Uh, Summer's Eve, I was watching with Summer's Eve, but I would notice, like, what the hell, why am I still, you know, why am I still not right down there? What is wrong? So somebody was yeah. like, I think it's that summer's Eve you're using. So then I switched over to Dove, thinking that Dove was, you know, it's sensitive, it's safe, it's soft. No, Dove is the harshest soap ever that I found out. So then I um I started making my own wash. Um, That's what got mm-hmm. me into the feminine care line. Like I did a lot of research to find out what would be good for our pH balance, what would be soft to the skin, what would be, you know, because I do have sensitive skin, what's something good. So I started making my own feminine washes. Um, mm. and I sold those as well. First batch went over well with a lot of customers. Like they're still asking me when I'm going to get back into it. I told them I would, but, um, yeah, but for right now I did start making my own washes and I noticed I didn't have half the issues of, you know, all of the summer's Eve and all that stuff. Like I, right. I even made my own, uh, dishes. Like I'm so serious. I'm, I know it's sweet tea in my yard, but, it's just so much into being a woman and we have to keep our pH balance regulated because there's so many health issues because, you know, linked to that. If we don't, mm-hmm. you know, we just got to make sure we're cleaning ourselves properly. Like they always quit to say, 
oh, we're self-cleaning. Yeah, that's true, but we also got to keep up with the maintenance as well. And those products yep. are too harsh for our bodies. Like, you can mm-hmm. read, you know, uh, it's an article about, uh, I forget was, where it was, but go on Google and you can type in, like, how harsh Summer's Eve really is to us. And you'll see it's not good at all. It's too many chemicals. I feel like if I can't pronounce it, I don't need to be using it. If I can't pronounce none of the ingredients, nope, can't use it. If I can't identify it. Um, yeah, sure, I can pronounce all of the herbs that's used in the Yanni Pearl or shit, <laughs> but I can come to it. I can somehow come up with them. I know that this is a plant. I know that. Right. <laughs> about you. That's right. Yeah. Um. I definitely feel they're gonna go out of um out of business because just like you, I didn't use the the uh, the summer's eve uh, wash. I used Dove before, mm-hmm. and I kept getting yeast infections. Like at first, when I was like twenty two, twenty three, I was able to use all different types of Dove. Like I used to get um like you know the different scents because I love the smell of it. By twenty four, twenty five. Mm-mm, no baby you gotta mm-hmm. stop like because I was getting <laughs> yeast infections like even the sense even the dove for sensitive skin was not working I used the summer's eve vaginal spray gynecologist tested approved mm-hmm. that knocks your ph balance off you're not supposed to yes. use it I got rid of that I ch- I stopped using summer's eve I stopped using dove sensitive skin around 2018 and I switched to Yardley soap um you know like it's Mm -hmm. more natural like like they have the oatmeal one they have the cocoa butter one and I I don't don't even spray nothing down and I started using the yoni pearls you know the yoni pearls is what helped to get the pH balance back you know it it helped to like you know I'm saying to get everything right so yeah I definitely Mm -hmm. think like it's those those the, the the what is it the um the bombshell the little the little bombshell thing that we throw in the bath that's not what is it called bath the bath bombs bomb. bath bombs those are bath not good bomb. for us it, it none of them nope. sorry it just knocks our pH balance off but yeah so those are my questions <laughs> okay that was a good ass segment I hope that y'all did gain something from it because I know I did um <laughs> uh, so we're gonna segue right into our next topic complex with that as a woman question so the as a woman question this week is as a woman are we jealous mostly because of our flaws or because of a person making us this way Mm. okay (laughs) i said i wasn't gonna answer like i was sticking to my guns i was like fuck her and that question (laughs) but (laughs) i'm gonna answer (laughs) um for me, I would say it's a combination of both. Um, I get jealous because I feel like I am lacking um, because I don't properly love myself or care for myself or think any any anything highly of myself. Um, no, I'm not like I'm not like that now. I'm getting a little better. I will say I am progressing into the right direction, but it's also due to some people as well. Because I feel like, well, why can't I look like that? Well, why is my skin this dark? And then it it had a lot to do with the messed up stuff that happened to me in relationships. Um, Mm. And I'm not just talking about my relationships with a spouse. I'm talking about my relationship with siblings, you know. 
um, from mm-hmm. the talking about me, the wondering why I'm the darkest one in my family, you know, and that being picked out all the time. Like, I had the worst nicknames growing up. And then moving mm-hmm. on into my relationships where both guys would look at other females that look nothing like me, you know, I started to get jealous a lot. I, I compared myself, and I shouldn't have been. I should have just, you know, kept my crown high. But when you've been tore down since your childhood, it's easy to be jealous um, or to hate on somebody that doesn't look like you or who you want to look like. So, yeah, my jealousy mm-hmm. did stem from my own insecurities and then as well as what how other people are, like how other people look and, you know, what their shape is like compared to mine. So, yeah. Mm. No, I respect it. My answer is the same as yours, a little bit of both. Um, I got critiqued a lot about my weight growing up. You know, my grandma will always say, like, oh, you're getting fat. I just think that it was making her uncomfortable to see that at 12 years old that I was, I'm going to be honest, I was wearing, like, a 34C, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was looking Mm -hmm. like I was, like, 15. So it's like, I think, you know, she said that so we can, so I could get bigger clothes because, I'm thinking that I'm huge. And I remember when I was going around, I think when I came around you and I had mm-hmm. on like a one X shirt and you was like, Tasha, why do you have that big shirt on? You, that That's too big on you. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're probably smaller than that. I think you had gave me a medium sized shirt and I put it on and it fit, but it's like, I, I just mm-hmm. see my breast and I, and I see my stomach and I'm like, no, no. And like, it looked fine on me. Like, you know, take it, looking at pictures back then, I'm like, I wasn't that bad, but it's like I got critiqued about that so much, so my weight was something that I really worried about. Uh, Being in relationship with guys who weren't used to big girls and everything, they made me feel disgusted because it's like when I wanted to get affection, they would reject me. So now being in this relationship, like my, my boyfriend loves BBWs, and it's like I'll probably be coming out the shower and, like, you know, he'll make a compliment, but I'm not going to lie. You know, <laughs> yes, I, I scream self-love all the time, but I've gained weight since this quarantine. And, you know, mm-hmm. I want to go back to the weight that I was, 2017, 2018. I love the weight that I was at. You know, like I, I just love – you know what I'm saying, who I was. I was taking more body pics, and now that I've gained this weight back, I don't really like it. And it's like, you know, he tells me all the time, be proud of who you are, and it's like I'm really working on that because I don't want to cringe when my man gives me a compliment thinking, like, are you sure? Because other guys didn't see it like that. He's not everybody else. So, um, yeah, you know, like I definitely have to work on that, but I, I, ha- I did have a man who, who who drove me to be jealous, you know what I'm saying, who threw other females mm-hmm. in my face just to get that reaction out of me. So, yes, definitely agree with you on that. So, see, that wasn't bad. Thank you Ooh, for answering, Queen K. <laughs> nah, <forget laughs> <you>. <laughs> well, we just got a review from a listener. She said she is loving the show, um, you know, like, and she wants to check out the pearls that we're talking about. So, see, we're doing good. Thank you, All True. Right. All right. <laughs> yes. Thank you, True. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Now we're gonna segue into our next uh, topic. Uh, Complex. Do you have any glowing businesses? Yes. I want to shout out Melissa. She was the co-host on Express Yourself Poetry. She just dropped a book out called. Um, let me go to it. I want to make sure that I I say this right. Hold on. 
I was just talking to her. I do apologize, guys, because I don't want to butcher it. Um, I told her I want to buy it. She has a workbook out called um, A Selfish Love. It is a self-care workbook that you can write in because she wants to, you know, she wants the readers to be able to engage. She has it to where you can write down self-affirmation. She even has self-affirmation there that you can read. She has a calendar where you can plan out stuff. It's $25. You can DM her. Her name is Mrs. M-R-S dot Rosario, R-O-S-A-R-I-O underscore the underscore goddess, G-O-D-D-E-S-S. Hit her up. If you want a copy, I'm getting one. It is nice. Um, it, it's lovely. It has like a, I think that's a red rose on the front. You know, black and red, I love those colors. So it, it's already attracting me to cover. Please support. Because self-love is the best love. And that's my glowing business. Yes, it is. All right. I don't have any glowing businesses for the week. Y'all, I'm sorry. I, I'm slipping on my homework. Don't worry, though. Inbox me your business, Connect Room Pro on Facebook. Um, give me a little, you know, little tidbit about it. I'll shout it out, I promise you. Or you can follow me on Instagram and put it in there, link it in the uh, bio. I mean, link it in the bio, y'all. I'm sorry. Hit me up in the DMs and tell me about your business. I'll follow you, follow back, you know, all that good stuff. And I will make sure I shout it out on the next episode. So help me out, y'all. Help me. That's actually a good idea. That's actually a good idea. If y'all want us to... If y'all want us to shout out y'all businesses, follow us at Queens with Vibes and Visions on... um, on Instagram and like you know, send it in there and you know me and me and Queen K can rotate. Well, she gets the messages. You know, she she's the controller over that. I don't do that part. You know, she got that yes, social media down pat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna expand, y'all. I'm gonna be on Twitter and all that stuff. Just watch out for it, okay? <laughs> I got to learn how to work Twitter. That's all. Okay. So, um. Okay. With that being said, we're gonna segue right into the girl. I got something to say now, y'all. I'm just going to wish peace on everyone, okay? Thou shalt not try me, okay? I'm saved and God is working on me, but he is not finished. So, with that being said, y'all, please don't catch me on no Monday and think you about to get a good reaction out of me, okay? Because Mondays are always the worst days for me, I promise you. You hit me like Wednesday. I'm cool Wednesday, mm-hmm. all right? And also, y'all, the next thing I got to say, self-love, self-care, most important things, please carve out time for yourself, okay? If you could carve out 30 minutes of self-care for yourself, if it's a mental break, if it's meditating, if it's doing your nails, if it's sitting back or laying down looking at the damn ceiling for a good 30 minutes, do it. It'll help you, mm-hmm. especially if you have kids. It will lock their asses out the room. Just take a breather, okay? Because this time that I have right now doing the podcast is the most peace that I will have all week long, okay? Because I am upstairs in my room and they know not to interrupt, even though that youngest one tried me. But still, right? I am I am just by myself in a space, and it feels amazing to get this podcast done peacefully. I did have to mute a couple minutes ago because he decided to come up here, but it's okay. I'm at peace. Okay, so that is all yeah. I have to say. Complex, do you have anything to say? Oh, no, no, girl, you know, that's your segment. That's that's all you. All right, girl, all right. I have to flow. Okay, <laughs> now we're going to segue right into our next topic, which is, I mean, I'm sorry, we're going to segue right into the complex, the no apology thought for the week. What is it? 
All right. And I'm also going to follow it up with a self affirmation. So my no apology thought hey, is no matter I was how gonna, much Whoa, I was gonna I, do I, that I mean, after I, your no apology thought. I'm sorry, I thought you wanted me to just wrap it all in and just get the hell off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jesus. No, this, <laughs> okay. I mean rewind. Rewind. With that no apology thought for the week. <laughs> all right. So my no apology thought is no matter how much you change for the better, some people will always remember you as you once were. And I say that to say um, even if you are changing for the better, some people will always remind you of where you came from. Don't let that crumble you. Your past does not define you, but if you let it crumble you, it will determine what your future will look like if you continue to dwell in the past. You know, let those people be. They they want to have something to talk about. They can't get to that next. They can't get that that access to you. You know what I'm saying? Where you where you're at. So they want you. You know they want to piss you off so that they can lower your vibration back down to them. Keep rising above and just stay prayed up. And that's my no apology thought. Queen K, you got the flow. Right. <laughs> Why thank you? Why thank you? Okay, complex. Thank you for that beautiful thought for the week. Now I want to get into the complex angel self-affirmations. Go ahead. Okay. So if you are, you know, like me and Queen K, how we said that, you know, we have a little, we have some more work to do when it comes to self-love. Um, a lot of us, we, we, we go through the comparison phases. We go through the self-hatred phases. And, you know, we go through them stages where, like, we feel like we're really envious. I want you to take a step back, breathe, think about all the things, think about 10 things that you're grateful for, and then I want you to breathe in, and when you breathe in, I want you to say the positive things, and then when we get to the release part, you're going to breathe out. So I'm going to say this, and then we're going to do it together, and then we're going to end the show. So the affirmation is, I love myself, so I release self-hatred. I am happy, so I release anger. I am loved, so I release envy. And I am growing, so I release comfortability. So, Queen mm-hmm. K, we're going to repeat it one time. We're going to breathe in on the Western name. And we're gonna rele- when we say release, we're going to breathe out, okay? So ready? All right. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, ready? Go. All right. Mm-hmm. I love myself. I love myself. So I release self-control. So I release self-control. I'm sorry. I said it wrong. My bad. So I release self-hatred. Anyway, I am happy. (laughs) So I release. (laughs) Sorry. I am happy, so I release anger. I am happy, so I release anger. I am loved. I am loved. So I release envy. So I release envy. And I am growing. And I am growing. So I release comfortability. So I release comfortability. Yes. All right. Sorry, y'all. You know, um, this is the first time doing this. It's going to be better next time, I promise. But with that being <laughs> said, we are out. I'm Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the Vision. And peace and love. We are out. Peace and love.